Well, we've got him on the line. Oh, we've got him. Hey, the 1996 Caulfield Cup winning jockey, and he's turned his attention to training horses. And we say good evening to Brent Stanley. G'day, Brent. How guys? How are you? Yes, so uh, we're really good. Thank you for joining us, mate. Um, huge. Um, to tell us um, what do you what are your memories of the 96 Caulfield Cup? Let's start there. Yeah, I was um, I was 24 years. Sad day, I think so. Um, memories jaded a little bit, but uh, no, very exciting. Those kind of those kind of wins uh, never leaves your mind, but um, it was super exciting. I was only 17 years old and an apprentice, so um, and I went in um, quite cocky and confident as well. I thought you could win the race. Well, most jockeys are quite cocky and confident, aren't they, mate? Yeah, I think it's just part and parcel of the nature of uh, <laughs> nature of the game. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think you got to you got to have a little bit of uh, bit of uh, self confidence to uh, get to the A grades. Some swagger, uh, mate. You've gone over to training. Uh, horse training. How have you found that transition? And I know it's it's a tough game. How how are you uh, going at the moment? You got something coming through the ranks that you're really looking forward to? Uh, there's a few handy ones there. I can tell you one thing. I wish I was. Um, I wish I wasn't heavy and didn't have to give it away because it's a lot harder than riding. Let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah but um, yeah, there's a couple of handy ones here. The shocks backing work of. Um, he had a, a slight injury with his knee, but I think he's got a good uh, stakes race winning him. There's a few two-year-olds coming through. Um, probably the best one got sold to Hong Kong a couple of weeks ago so um, got to keep finding them but uh, there's a few there there's 34 in work and, and more coming through the system so one hopefully fingers crossed one will pop it set up Do you go looking yourself to find them or do you have uh, owners and etc coming to you? Uh, you get a bit of both it's a, it's a bit of a uh, mixed bag with that I, um, I go and buy yearlings um, for clients and for myself, and then uh, and then a lot of a lot of trainers, uh, sorry, owners will um, will send me their horses. So I've got um, a consistent consistent crew of owners that uh, breed their own and, and buy horses that uh, they keep sending, which is great. Well, we've uh, just had a look here, Brenton. Ten years or just over ten years since your your last race at Flemington. What do you sort of remember about? Um, about the last ones or the last few, what are your sort of memories of those? Uh, I guess the the last run around. Yeah, so um, so leading into, I didn't tell anybody, didn't make it public except for uh, except for my wife that I was going to retire on Oaks Day um, through the carnival. Um, I've got three children, I had two back then, um, and then just sitting sitting outside the sauna door, um, having their dinners, to spend a bit of time with me each night, and I was averaging two meals a week. Um, <laughs> I thought there was a different um, there's a different part of life that I can go to and, and enjoy enjoy the industry still. I've seen uh, well I've seen it recently that the weights seem to have just gone up a fraction. There's a lot of sort of 60, 63 kilo race uh, horses running around, which obviously is a little bit easier for the jockeys. But yeah, it must have been tough in those days, just with the two meals, chewing on a little bit of orange or or whatever. Very yeah, it tough. Was, um, it was it was pretty much two two basic meals of brown rice, and you're throwing some fish, and chicken, or a bit of beef or something for some flavour. And the rest of the week was um, yeah, a little bit of salad or a bit of fruit, as you said. But um, it was only two two proper meals a week. Um, if that's what you want to call them, uh, but the weights now, yeah, I think I, was, I think the minimum was fifty three when I retired. I think the minimum is fifty four now. But um, with these benchmark ratings, uh, you don't get many under fifty seven, fifty eight nowadays. Uh, I've got, I think I've got two running next week. One's got sixty four, one's got sixty two. That's just so they can get a run in a race. So um, it's very, um, very competitive. Um, 
with the weights at the moment, it's a lot lenient for the jockeys as well, um, which is a good thing. Uh, my son's a jockey now, so over in Perth, so um, he's still walking around 50 kilos, but your weight will get up, but um, it'll give him a, an extra few years in the industry before he gets through everything. Mm. So would you say, Brent, it's, it's worth it then? I mean, you won the uh, Group 1, so you won the uh, Caulfield Cup, so, I mean, that's a huge achievement. I mean, would you say the sacrificing and all that sort of stuff that you were doing was worth it? Um, yeah, it's all I knew. I was born and bred into it. My father, uh, his four brothers were jockeys, both grandfathers, my brother, cousins. Um, I think there's I think there's 22 Stanleys that were jockeys, so... Um, wow. Uh, and we've still got them now. I've also got my son. I've got my cousins. Got uh, my uncle's got another son riding Will and um, Dylan Stanley, Daniel's son. So they're still out there. But uh, it was definitely worth it for me. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't get heavy till I was uh, mid twenties. Um, I started the weight. Weight. I think I grew up getting around twenty four, um, and then the weight was really hard from there. But um, no, it was good. I said I rode the Group One in Australia. I rode five Group Ones all up. Um, but I spent eight and a half years over in Singapore, Hong Kong, Macau. Oh. Um, went to, went to um, you know, a couple of stints in the big race in Malaysia and um, I was in Mauritius. went to South Africa, uh, went to America and over and rode, uh, rode in Pakistan in the Pakistan Derby. So... Um, <laughs> Taking you around the world. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty. It was very good for me. It was, um, you know, I, I brought a few houses out of it and, um, and got quite comfortable, which was good, but... Uh-huh. Uh, the Australian racing is just a killer. It's just non-stop every day. It's just a killer for a jockey that struggles with weight. Yeah, we've seen it. Definitely. Well, I've, I've seen it. I'll follow the, a little bit. Now, we've got some jockeys around now that are still going well at 50, 55 years of, of age. How do you think that is? Is It must be difficult for them. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, yeah they're obviously those older ones, their weight's not too bad, so they can actually live a life. And I don't think they're riding every day. But, um, you know, the ones that ride every day and, and struggle with their weight, you can just see it in their skin. They, they, you know, they've got the leather skin when they're in, in their mid-30s. You know, they're looking looking closer to 50. So it's um, it's definitely not healthy for your body. But um, in saying that, it's, it's, a, it's a passionate game. And a lot of the times, that's what you're being brought into. You leave school early. So you're not that well educated to step into something else if you walk away. So what, what makes a good jockey? I mean, we've seen Jamie Carr come onto the scene and, and the word is that the way she can put a horse to sleep during the run. Uh, we see Ollie always winning, um, J-Mac up in um, Sydney. What makes a really good jockey? Yeah, there's, um, there's, there's... The difference between the good jockeys and the average jockeys is the good jockeys are right 7 out of 10 good and the average are right 3 out of 10 good. Um, and and it's just a matter of you know riding a horse and being a good jockey. It's, it comes natural. You can you can teach people how to ride and you can educate them, but you've just got to have a natural feel. As you said about Jamie Carr, horses just travel for a, a, not many jockeys that can sit three wide and the horse just keep running for them. So they've just got a natural a natural um, a gift that the horses relax for them and um, and can save energy for the last little bit. So. Um, yeah, this, but the, the, the answer to the, the, the good jockeys and the average jockeys is, as I said, three out of three out of ten the uh, the average ones, and seven out of ten the good ones. Yeah, we've got Bossy on next hour for uh, a chat. Um, he's a he's a seven out of ten. Yeah, he's a seven out of ten. Good mate of mine, Bossy. We rode together for years, and um, actually, he, he rode. Um, he had a shock for me um, in the Randwick Guineas. Were a bit stiff. Um, he's coming down but, um, to, down yeah, to no, Melbourne. He's a great jockey, Bossy, and um, we've yeah we've ridden actually overseas together, and um, we're quite quite close friends. He's coming down to Melbourne, isn't he? Moving down, and you're going to put him on one of yours. 
Yeah, yeah, he, um, he, he always um, seems to get on one of mine when he's down here, so... Um yeah, I've got. Um, yeah, I've had a good association. We've had a bit of luck, but uh, I'm quite lucky with all the jockeys that are still riding now. When I ride them, I'm still close friends with them, so I can seem to snare one of them when I need it. Nice, very good. Now we, we got you on, Brent, because I saw one of your horses is, might be running around at Yarra Valley this uh, Saturday when uh, the racing kicks off. Uh, is that? Have you got a horse running around in the Yarra Valley? I have. I have. I've got Dexter Bill in it for Saturday down at Yarra Valley for Cox Plate Day. Uh, very good. How's its chances? Yeah, I think her chances are good. She raced, um, she won, she won second up, and um, and then she copped a bad knock. The next started kiting, and then last week she was a little bit wayward, been around horses. So um, I've done a lot of education with that part, get her um, get her self confidence back up again. And her uh, mm-hmm. work's been good. She's up in distance, so she ticks a lot of boxes. So mm-hmm. I hope I can get a winner. Hey, um, you're going to head I'll down. On from Yarrawonga. I was going to say, oh, you're up to Yarrawonga. You'll not be heading down now that we're starting to open up again. You'll be looking forward to get out on track again. Yeah, I, I just can't wait for the for the general public to get back and, and the owners. I mean, the atmosphere uh, on Saturday at Caulfield was horrendous, you know. We were just we were sitting down, spaced out from each other. You could, there, was no, uh, there was no alcohol on course. There was no, you couldn't leave the course to go and get a drink and come back. Uh, it was, um, it was it's, it's quite sad, but, um, I mean, we're going to enjoy it even more now uh, when people get back on course. Oh, good. Uh, very good. So just quickly, uh, Brent, uh, what was that horse again? What race and number and all that sort of stuff? Uh, Dexter Bill, she's in the uh, 58. Right. 58, 18, 50, I think it is, or 900. Um, Dexter Bill, her name is. But, um, yeah, she'll be, she'll be a cheeky chance. So thank God for the last two runs. She'll, she'll improve a lot on Saturday. Oh, nice. Very good, very good. Uh, well, look, thank you so much for joining us uh, this evening, mate. Um, it was great to chat. I'm sure we'll get you on again um, and chat about um, all your all your training and, uh, you know, just all your horses stuff. World of horses. <laughs> yeah, no, um, really appreciate it, guys, and can't wait to get on again.